0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode whatever. Actually, I forgot. This is how improv this episode is. Um, episode, I believe forty. Uh, I'm not even gonna say the episode. I don't want to get it wrong. It's in the it's in the high forties, bro. Okay, it's, we're approaching episode fifty, which is a milestone, and we'll need Sean on that one. But we don't have Sean. Sean got uh, COVID. COVID. COVID nineteen. Delta variant. Yeah, I don't know. Sean got COVID and he got the vaccine. He got, fi- or what did he get? I think he got Pfizer. So, looks like uh, my Moderna shot was far superior, bro. So, um, hopefully he's back. I don't know. I'm going to be in Texas next weekend. I, that might be episode 50. I'm going to be with Matt Jones and my other friend Mike. And who knows? Maybe that'll be... Uh, I don't think Sean's coming to that. Maybe. I'll ask him. I tried to check in on Sean yesterday, and he didn't answer my phone call, nor did he text back. So he – let's just assume death. Should I call an ambulance? Should I be worried? I feel like, I feel like a girl would be very worried, but I'm like, Oh, he's got COVID. He's not answering my phone or text. He's fine. He's good. He's whatever. But anyway, let's move on. It's too dark. It's too dark for a Sunday morning here. Um, very improv episode. Didn't take many notes. Got the, got the Sean is, has COVID thing a little late. And then this weekend, uh, My buddy Sawyer, who I used to live with, moved back to Chicago. Woot woot, let's ride. And he came over on Friday night. And so I had no time to prep then. And then yesterday, uh, I knew I was going on like a date later. So I went to the store and I got a new shirt. And then like I got back and then the shirt smelled like new shirt. So then I was like, wait a second let me get my cologne here. And I was like, wait a second, I don't have cologne. And I was running late on time. So I just went, got some Axe body spray. I went, I went back to the college days. I'm like, I can't, I got to smell like something other than new shirt. Um, so I was busy all day, basically is my point. And then I was out last night, which we'll get to, okay. Went to King of Cups, got a tarot reading, but we'll get to it. I'm not, I'm not there yet. And, um, so, I, I woke up this morning, went to the gym. I'm like, the people are clamoring, Adam. The people are clamoring. They need the Sunday Punch podcast. So, I'm going to do a quick one. And this is the agenda. If you want to fast forward, I'm going to talk about my buddy Sawyer moving back. We had a little wine night on Friday. I'm going to talk about. Justin Fields and my quick reaction to the Bears game yesterday and I mean we'll get to the details but him getting absolutely destroyed actually to me means he's got to be the starter in week one I'll get to why I think that and then uh, we'll end with the the tarot card. Hey man, like just look at your chi man. And like open your third eye man. And like just let in the spirit. So okay. But it was actually really cool. So we'll get to that. And, um, so let's start it off. Buddy Sawyer moved back. We, uh, he came over. I've mentioned many times in previous episodes that I'm I'm taking a master class in wine. So we cracked open a few. Well, we well, let's let's be honest. Me and Sawyer drank uh 3 bottles of wine. Not a piece. That we would be dead, but we did drink a bottle and a half a piece. <laughs> he was supposed to come over. We were just supposed to like catch up, have a few drinks. We went out on my roof. It was such a beautiful night. We're looking at the water. I just kept cracking him. I was like, you want another? He's like, sure, if that's cool with you. I'm like, sure. And then like by the time we had both drank an entire bottle, that's when your body is like, you can drink forever. Don't worry about the repercussions tomorrow morning. That's what your body says to you. Your body says, dude. You're invincible, you are superhuman, and you should probably open a third. So that's what I did. And um, let's go through. We had Prisoner first, always a solid wine. We had, um, after that, we had, uh, fuck, I forget. It was a great Pinot. And then we had uh, uh, The Pessimist, third. The pessimist, man. And, uh, you know, we enjoyed enjoyed many, many, many glasses of wine, caught up. It's always great to see a a friend again. But he's like, oh, so what's this wine going to be like? You know, because I've been taking this master class. And he's like, you know, tell me about it. Like, how do you, like, judge a wine? Yes, I have been taking a master class in wine. But I've actually adjusted how I describe wine. Because the way they do it in the master class, like, is nauseating to me. Like if someone sips wine, like I'm getting, I'm getting lemongrass. I, I I'm getting lemongrass. I'm getting uh, a fresh leather. I'm getting uh, a belt. Maybe like I was chewing on a belt at some point. Uh, that goes back to the leather point that I made. And and maybe um, let me taste again. Um, oh yeah. Oh oh, major lavender. Oh, it's like I just balled up lavender and stuffed it in my mouth. Like, that's what I'm getting. So I didn't want to do that. So I describe wine as like um, uh, memories. So I'll be like, Sawyer, this wine, (laughs) this wine tastes like you just got to summer camp and it's a co-ed summer camp. And three days in, you finally ask your crush to go into the woods with you and you experience one of your first kisses under the stars at summer camp. And this is the pessimist. <laughs> and this is the bottle of wine that gets you back to that memory. Or like the, you know, the uh, the prisoner. This feels like you just went to Mykonos and met, a new group of people that are showing you how um, olive oil is made, and um, and then you just kind of all start smearing it all over your body, and and you just let you let go, Sawyer, and you oil bodies rolling around, and and this is what this wine tastes like. So that's how I approach it you know, you'll see a common theme. It's all very sexual. <laughs> it's all very sexual, which wine is, you know, you drink a couple glasses, you feel like you're fucking, uh, Don, Don, whoever, <laughs> Don Draper, uh, Don Juan, uh, any, any other Don's did I miss any? Um, so we had a great time. It was great to see him again. He was showing me his apartment. I can't wait to Uh, Go visit, you know, it's good to have uh, one of the old, you know, the boys are back in town, the boys are back in town, it's good to have uh, him back, and uh, we have a solid crew in Chicago, you know, through this podcast, we have now collected a solid crew, and uh, so that was good, and then, uh, yeah, like I said yesterday, I, uh, I went, oh, no, I can't jump there, I can't jump to the tarot card reading, man. I uh, I did watch. Okay, let's stick to the agenda, Adam. I watched the Chicago Bears um, game versus the uh, Buffalo Bills. Circle M wagons, and, uh, you know, who, who gives a fuck of what— Yeah, they destroyed us. It's preseason. Tampa Bay just lost by, like, 30 to Tennessee. You think that's going to happen in the regular season? But in this case, it actually would happen in the regular season. The Bills are far superior team. Better coach, better quarterback, better defense, better wide receivers, better— Well, I'll give us the edge on running back. How about that one? We have the the— Slightly better running back than the Bills. So, so start shaking in your boots, NFL. David Montgomery is going to get five, four to four to three and a half to four yards a carry. What's up? Um, But I'll tell you what, this is my main takeaway, and we won't, we won't stick too heavy on it. Justin Fields should be the starter week one for the bears. And that became clear to me when he got absolutely blasted by one of the Buffalo Bills linebackers. Helmet flew off, headband flew off. It was brutal. Like I'm I'm I can't believe he's not dead. I would be dead. They'd be like and here he comes, drafted uh, you know, drafted in the first round uh from the University of Florida a gator if that if i got hit like that they'd be like well that was short lived because he's dead now he is dead on the field so but him getting hit like that i thought oh shit andy dalton would be like me andy dalton would be dead it's just cuz justin fields is a monster and he just like gets up and he's young look I think the purpose and then correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I'm way off base here. Isn't the purpose of the season to win as many games as possible? I might've not got the memo where the purpose of the NFL regular season now is to just kind of fuck around. Cause that's kind of what it, it looks like to me with Matt Nagy. It's like, Hey, I'm just fucking around. I wear a visor on my bald head in the middle of winter because, you know, I'm fucking around. I'm going to put Andy Dalton in because, you know, we don't have an offensive line. And if I don't have an offensive line, then I should probably put in the slowest human being on our team because I'm just fucking around. Like, what 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 the fuck is the plan? OK, OK. I'm not saying we go to the playoffs if Justin Fields gets in, but I I thought, like, the the whole point is to just put a good product, the best product that you have on the field. And right now, that is Justin Fields. It's not Andy Dalton. And I'd like to see Justin Fields get get reps with the first team. That's done because nobody's going to play in the last game. Um, Look, the way Nagy's talking – Oh we, oh, we need to see Andy Dalton in the regular season. Well, that's not a selling point. So I think Justin Fields might be in like week three, to be honest, which is going to be good because, uh, you know, people will say, oh, you got to protect him. You don't want to, you know, destroy him in his first year. The purpose is to win games now. It's not to have a constant potential on the horizon of oh uh, but next year man oh but next year no you you try and win as many games as humanly possible right now we're not going to win the Super Bowl but I think it'd be a great learning experience for him. and that's where I'm going to end that okay Bills even though it's preseason would fucking whoop our ass 10 out of 10 times in the regular season Just just throwing that out there um what else did i watch any other games no i was too busy so then um all right let's uh let's let's go into the uh last night and then we'll wrap it up it'll be a nice little short podcast that uh, you know nice bite-sized chunk podcast where you can uh unwrap it from the halloween uh candy and mm, mm, bite size and uh so I went to a place called King of Cups last night uh, in the in the River North area, I think. No, 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 no. What the fuck am I talking about? I don't know anywhere in Chicago. It's become abundantly. I thought I lived in River North this whole time. I live in Streeterville, and it was pointed out to me um, by the girl I went on a date with, which was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to act like this like cool smart guy i'm like yeah so i live uh in lakeshore east and and you know river north area and she's like that's streeterville i'm like well i'm from florida like give me a break and she's like well i'm from colorado and i know everything i'm, I'm a genius and i was like you're right i'm an idiot and clearly clearly out of my league but moving on it was in the Lincoln Park area. Let's get it correct, Adam. Um, and it was awesome. Highly recommend. We go in there. It's definitely, it's just a cocktail bar, but there's a nice little sushi. It's like a so cute, like little sushi restaurant next next door. Like you, you get sushi and then you like go and you're like, ooh, ooh, drinks. Um, so that would be my plan if you're going to go. Go to the uh, Kazami Sushi right next door, and then go to King of Cups to get a couple uh, couple of kingly cups, if you will, of uh, very unique and uh, thoughtful cocktails. Now, their whole shtick is they have uh, tarot card readings available if you want them. Don't have to get the tarot card readings. So if you're going, don't be like, oh, I got to, oh, bro, I got to get this stupid tarot card reading. If I go, I don't want to do that. That's all bullshit. Like, if you're one of those people, then actually don't go and you should probably jump off a bridge. But we go in and and immediately the guy's like, have you guys been here before? No. Okay. I was like, what drink? he's like this one. I love it. It's I'm like, what's in it. He's like, I don't know. (laughs) So good start. (laughs) The guy who sat us had no idea what was in the drinks, but I got it and it was delicious. Um, and, but he did say, Hey, uh, we do have a, a tarot card reader on, on staff on retainer, if you will. Um, would you like to, um, have a session? And we said, yeah, definitely both of us would like our sessions. Um, going in I was afraid like I was gonna get like three demon cards and then and then just like I, and then a demon would have come out of like my mouth and like do, and, and then she would have seen my true self which I didn't want uh, but that did not happen so the actually the cool part is so we say yeah bring the tarot card reader over and then like an hour and a half goes by and we're having a good time we're laughing we're telling stories blah 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 and then finally, someone shows up at the table, and um, the the tarot card reader guy. I was like, "Oh, great! Like I thought you forgot about this." He was like, "No, I didn't forget. They told me immediately. I was just sensing a very good energy here, so I didn't want to interrupt that. Um, initially, I wanted I wanted you to have that good energy for about an hour and a an half." And I was like. Well, this is already starting off good. I like you, dude. Because we did have good energy and you probably can – I was like – I was already like sold at that. I was already like falling. Well, okay. I want to get to a point of – I was going to say falling for it, right? Like it's a magic trick. But I want to get to a point about that after I tell you the whole story because I actually – I support tarot card readings now and I'll tell you why. So he sits there. He's like, your energy was good. I didn't want to interrupt it. I'm like, awesome. So then, um, the girl I was with, I'm not going to say her name. I don't know if she wants to be brought up on the podcast. Um, she gets the first reading and, uh, it's actually quite interesting. It's like, you know, based on if something's either right side up or upside down, it means a completely different thing. Um, all of the different images on the cards all mean different things. Um, and like, there's little like, uh, signs and stuff. And then he kind of like senses your energy and then like goes back to the image and then is like, Oh, I think this like really applies to you, blah, blah, blah. And another thing that I liked about him is, um, because it's supposed to be like past, present, and future is the three cards. And so the future one is always like to me, like, what? Like you can predict my future. And but the girl I was with was like, what about the future? Blah blah. She she asked a question about the future. And the guy was like, actually, I don't I don't believe in the future card because whatever you do from here on out obviously affects your future. This is just kind of a guide more of a guide and is definitely not a guarantee of your future. So I was like, okay, at least he's like, you know, he's being logical about it. And um, I wish, although if I was a tarot card reader, I'd just be like, you're going to die tomorrow. That's what that card says. (laughs) All I'm saying is watch out for buses. That's what I, if I was a tarot card reader, I'd be fucking with people the entire time. Um, but he didn't do that. He said, you know, it's more of a guide, blah, blah, blah. So everything that we had just talked about, me and this girl, like literally this guy was like breaking down what she had just told me about her life. I'm, again, I won't get into her specifics because I don't know if she wants it on the cast. Um, but everything she was just talking about with me was like what he was describing. So I was like, OK. Interesting, and then he does mine, and uh, you know, he does the three, and uh, it was very uh, accurate again. He was talking about like you know you've recently had uh, a couple successes in your life, um, but you probably focus on work a lot, which is true. Uh, people at work might not think so. <laughs> if, if my coworkers are there, they'd be like. This guy fucks around all day. Yeah, who's coming in Saturday and Sundays though? While nobody else is, this guy. That's when I. That's when I truly like really get ahead of the pack. Um, but again, he was like, "You might be focusing too much. You know, you got to take time." uh off uh you might have actually recently just done this and it's like really refreshed you and i did just go on the croatia trip he probably to be honest he probably just like looked us up on facebook (laughs) (laughs) yeah it took him an hour and a half to find us on facebook and then he came over so the whole energy thing at the beginning was complete bullshit but anyway moving on so um so he went through all of mine and it was really cool so my point about this is don't be one of those people that like if people are like, oh, I go to a psychic or you know, I did a tarot card reading, and you're like, oh that that's bullshit, that's fake. Oh, congratulations, motherfucker. You just called out, you just you just fell into the oh, you're probably one of those people that like needs to be super right about facts because it gives you some sort of validation later where you're like, actually, um, Actually, that's not true. And let me hear on my phone. See, see, I'm I'm right. I'm right. You're one of those people. Because those people would be like, Oh, all of those are so general, they apply to everyone. Yeah, so what? Then you shouldn't do things in life? Like, maybe it's just more of a, a therapy session and not like a few like predict your future session. Maybe someone flipping a card over and saying, Hey, you know, you should probably like focus more on uh, your relationships in your life with your family, which is what he said to me. And I haven't, I, you know, I don't, I rarely talk to my brothers ever, so I might have to give them a call. Um, But like, my point is you could use it as a therapy session and be like, even if it's not like, Oh, that is like so accurate. And the card is doing all of the, all of the work here. Maybe it could be like, you know what? I I really don't uh, focus on my relationships enough, and I should probably work on that as like a human being to get better in life. See what I'm saying? (laughs) Or another card is like, hey, you should, you know, take more vacations and blah, blah, blah. Maybe you did just take a vacation, but that doesn't mean like the point of, hey, don't take everything so seriously at work and, you know, unless you're a doctor, it's probably not life or death. Like, you know, take a chance to, you know, walk around, enjoy some sunshine, smell the flowers, did. um, So that's what I took it as. And and I told her, she was like, oh, is that like lame for you? And I was like, no, it wasn't. Like, I really, like, that'd be like saying therapy is lame, you know, which, again, those same people. I'm like thinking of like a total bro right now, which, which I guess a lot of people would think, Is what I am like, oh, therapy doesn't work, man. Like talking to someone fucking stupid, like, but I'm not, I've grown. I actually used to be like that. I like, I would say like six years ago, I'd have been like, oh, uh, this tarot card reading loser. But I think through all of my experiences, through all of the different things, I think I finally, I have finally come to a nice place in my life where I can take things as they come, you know? Whether it's tarot card readings, crystals, uh, crystal readings in Croatia. Uh, just just be open to new experiences, okay? Um, and it doesn't have to be like this overarching thing either. Like it could be like. Oh, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like that, like to eat, you know, have you ever been like out with a girl and she's like, I, ew, I don't like that. It's like, well, just fucking eat it and see if you like it now. Like, I, like you didn't like it when you were six. And so now you're still eating chicken fingers. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't like spinach, but it's not like when I go out and if someone orders a spinach dish, I I'm literally open to maybe this spinach dish is better than what my mom made when I was eight. You see what I'm saying? God, this has really turned into like my own therapy session right here. But anyways, we're going to wrap it up here at the 30 minute mark. Uh, we'll go out. That first song here was Concert Pitch um, by uh, Fuck. Who are, who's the artist? Let me let me get this real quick because it's a really good song that everyone's heard and i'm like oh hey you should see this song from 10 years ago uh, by empire of the sun concert pitch great song so that's the one we'll go out on again and uh yeah man go to king of cups uh justin fields should start and i'm glad to have sawyer back um i guess we could break down you know I do. Uh, let, so let's break down the overall date. This is our second date. Uh, I think it went well. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't uh, asked her for the feedback yet. But I think it went well. And uh, we'll. See, I'm gonna. You know. Continue. I'm gonna continue going on dates uh, with this girl, and we'll. Uh, we'll see what happens. And then eventually, you know, if she like stops talking to me, this is one of these girls where uh, if she stops talking to me, it will be like I'm Michael Jackson doing. She's out of my life. She's out
1: of my life. And I don't know whether to laugh or cry.
0: No, I don't know whether to live or die. And it cuts like a knife.
1: She's out of my life.
0: Anyway, by the way, great karaoke song to sing Um, right after someone brings down the house with like Bon Jovi. I hope this Delta variant doesn't ruin karaoke because I need to go back to a karaoke bar. So someone brings down the house and I highly recommend doing this if you're if you like singing, you know, you don't have to be a good singer. I'm not a good singer. So someone brings down the house with Bon Jovi or whatever piano man by Billy by Billy Joel, in case you didn't know that Um, someone brings down the motherfucking house. With a song I pay the karaoke DJ Whatever I have to pay to get up there Everyone's so happy And then Out of nowhere I just start saying She's out of my life She's Out of my life And I don't know whether To laugh or cry No, I don't know whether to
1: live or die.
0: And then you stare at someone all the way in the back of the bar because then everyone who's in front of them thinks, oh, my God, is that his girlfriend that he just broke up with? And, like, the end of the song is when Michael Jackson cries. And, like, it's so funny to me because there's literally, like, this is what you hear from the claps. Just like, oh, okay. And that's it (laughs) I just fucking destroy everyone's souls I don't know why It makes me happy to destroy souls Anyways, fuck concert pitch We're going out to Michael Jackson's She's out of my life in this conclusion This was a perfect 30 minute episode Of the Sunday Punch Podcast Enjoy the song And have a great week people
1: For two years, she was here. Sit right. I kept my love for her.